Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Today, we are talking about the question that we get often, we've had several times from you guys, is how do you know you're ready to be a parent or to have children? Or um, when is the right time to have kids? <laughs> and so we're going to dive into that, uh, whether we have an answer or not to that question. But also, we want to put a caveat on here as well as um, if this is a topic that is sensitive to you, we completely understand that and feel free not to listen to this episode and pass on by it. And we completely respect that, um, that this could be just the idea of being a parent or having children um, is something that is hard for you right now. And so we love you. And we just wanted to give you a warning on that if that is the case to feel free to pass on by this episode. Um, And for those of you that are sticking in with it, um, we're going to dive into whether we have an answer to this and um, some thoughts on it. Enjoy. Hello, hello. So good to be with you guys today. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Um, Yeah, yeah, we, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about parenting. And these are some questions that we got from you guys. Um, We love talking about this stuff. Um, But uh, some of you guys have asked, when did we know that we wanted to be parents? Or um, how did you know? Yeah, how did you know? Like all those kind of things. How did you determine the time to have kids? There's been all variations of the question. Yeah, so I think, yeah, so we thought we'd just give it a go today and just kind of share a little bit about that. And and our story in that of becoming parents and yeah, what all that looked like. So do you want to give like yeah, where we are so in case you're new? In case you... you're new to the podcast. Yeah, we, um, Maya and I have been married for 19 years and we have three awesome kids. Uh, they are, our oldest is 14. We have um, a 10 year old, almost 11 year old. And then we also have a seven year old. So um, they're kind of far apart we didn't really plan that but that's just what happened and um so yeah so just to kind of give you kind of um awareness so we've been married for 19 years and we have a 14 year old so yes so i think the biggest thing um there's no right or wrong answer to this but you have yeah. i think the highest thing that is of most importance is that you communicate with one another on these things and so for us we had conversations about whether we wanted to be parents when we were dating yeah i don't think it's something you should be like well when we're gonna yeah. get engaged we're gonna talk about that mm, that was I- definitely not our first date was it no i, so. yeah. I mean i have heard of people doing that depending what life stage yeah, you're in and stuff that's true. Yeah, that yeah. will totally be different yeah. um we were very young when we were dating and so that mm-hmm. would have been a weird question question to ask right at first yep. but like I have plenty of friends that are in their 40s and stuff like that that they're dating and they do ask that question pretty early on um because they have very you know that really can be a decision factor so yeah. I mean I, I think if you would ask me that when we first like started dating I would have been like uh yeah but as you're older that's a more common yeah. question to get so yeah. like that's you know wherever you are yeah, exactly that, um, it's it's a probably all relative as far exactly. as where you're at and yeah yeah 
So, um, yeah, so we did have those conversations, and we both at the time were like, yeah, we want to be parents. In fact, I think, like, I really wanted a really large you family. Wanted, I think, like, like six, six kids. kids. I don't know why I came up with that number or what I was thinking, but we'll touch on I, that. Like, I can specifically remember sitting at your parents' house and you <laughs> telling me that you wanted six kids, that you wanted this huge family. I don't family. know why. I think and I think at the time, I was kind of like, okay. Okay, we'll just kind of see what happens. And that is nothing. But... I think I observed some larger families and how fun it looked. Um, I think <laughs> is like what, I, and I do. I still observe large families and think like, mm. oh, that looks really fun and stuff. Like, yeah. and this is before I had any clue like what well, toll it would take on my body yeah, personally. And I guess like too, that. like it probably is helpful to like I. So I have one brother, and, and you I have, have two brothers, and you have two brothers. So yeah. we're not, you know, we come from. You know, obviously, our parents had multiple kids. Both of our sets' parents had multiple kids, yeah. but we're not like from so humongous really, families. So this idea of a huge family, <laughs> I, I was know. like, okay. I think I just had observed some, and I thought that seems like a good number. It's an even number. Those kind. Of, I don't know. Anyway, so that's where that's I was. the other thing. You were all about, an even, all about number, even numbers. Even numbers. Um, so we had the conversation we were dating and we got engaged. And then while we were engaged, we said, you know what? We were very young when we got married. And so we, our big thing was like, we're not having kids right away. That is not part of our plan. If it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. But for us personally, we wanted to be married for several years before we started that process. Yeah. I think we, I think we really wanted to kind of step into the marriage and like really, yeah in some ways because we were young i think we there was a lot of growing and things like that that we had to probably go through as a couple and mm -hmm. as in individuals that i don't know for some odd reason we made that decision i think uh, you know i'm thankful that we did because i think you know we were more prepared yeah um, us personally us personally yeah, yeah, we yeah. were a bit immature when we got married yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and but again I think depending when you get married and stuff like that, yeah. like there can be a lot of different factors that that like is not really the best, you know, like yeah, for you may totally. not be the best option to like wait because, you know, age or whatever it may be. There might be lots of different factors. Mm -hmm. So, um, but for us, that was the choice that we made that we were going to wait. And we did, I think at one point we said we're going to wait three years. And then when we got to three years, we were like, I think we're going to wait longer um, mm. and that kind of stuff. And so we at um, the five, probably like the four and a half, year range or so um we had gone on a trip funny enough that to london yep. um and when we were here we made the decision um like actually why don't we wait a couple more years what's the rush like it's not that big of a deal um we know we still want to be parents but like we'd like to do some other things in our life and stuff like that and so let's wait um little did we know most likely when we were having those conversations that zane was brewing in me <laughs> yep. um that i was actually pregnant um so we made this statement to one another yeah let's wait two more years mm -hmm. and then literally a week later found i was pregnant yeah um and so so needless to say that kind of threw us yeah so we had way. set this so you may have the best laid plans and right. then that's not what happens yep. um and so i think you know um the and we tell Zane this, so this won't be new news to him. But we tell him a lot of the time that finding out I was pregnant with him wasn't like I mean, we were totally excited, but we did yeah. go through a shock phase first that we were like, yeah. Wait, what? Like, that's not what we just talked about. This mm -hmm. is not what we said we were going to do, yeah. Um, and everything. I think, in fact, you may have asked me if I took the test right. Um, I definitely you didn't asked you that fully believe that I was pregnant again. We were young, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm sure like there's you didn't do the test right. I'm sure that's why it came out positive. But yeah, exactly. So he was I don't very... think, from my understanding of them now, 
there's not much you can mess up on the, a pregnancy well, test. Well, yeah. Yeah. I think there's They're pretty straightforward. That say just literally say not pregnant or yeah, pregnant. Yeah, they don't yeah. have all the lines and all the things like that. But funny enough, so certain COVID tests have reminded me of a pregnancy test because yeah, they have the lines. True. I'm like, yeah. oh, freaks me out a little bit thinking I'm taking a pregnancy test. Um, so yeah, so we, it was about five years into our marriage. Obviously, you can figure that out with our sons that like we actually had seen or somewhere around that five, five and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the thing to think about when you're determining, first of all, we should say this, and you're going to hate that we are going to say this. There's no right or wrong time. There, yeah. There's no way. And I, I've heard there's a no long, right or wrong time, and there's no way that you're going to be fully prepared. No, you're never financially prepared. You never will be. Um, you, you know, you'll always think, but then you, like, if that's the thing that's holding you back or whatever, mm-hmm. like, there there will always be things in that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've COVID has taught us that, right? Like you could lose your job the next week after you get pregnant yeah. kind of thing. Like that's what we mean when like, you're never financially ready. Like there's never any true 100%. Nothing can sure happen. Fire. Exactly. When it comes to that, um, you know, like there's lots of different things that like you just, you may think like, yeah, I'm mentally ready and stuff like that. But like, then things are going to shock you. They're like, wait, nope, mm-hmm. wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. And so I think um, you're just, and it's, it's so cliche to say, but you're never really ready fully no. um, to say, I would like to start trying now. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, but just if you can mentally take off that load, I think, especially for women that says like, well, if I just had these five things in line, then we can have kids. Like, I was very much that, like, you that. Were like that. Yeah. And then when we found out I was pregnant, I was like, whoa, 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 these two things are not in line yet. Like, mm-hmm. this is not okay. Um, and it was totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, those things ended up not mattering. Mm-hmm. Like, it was fine. So if that is you who thinks kind of like me, of like, we need XYZ before we have a child, it's okay if you don't have all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, never really ready. Um, I think... I, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was thinking, too, like at that time too because we were younger um then and 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 most of our friends were relatively the same age we didn't really have a lot of examples no we uh, did not. to really look to or to um you know model some of the ideas or even just ask those types of questions like uh, yeah, we, the things I, that we're talking about today yeah. and like i think uh you know for us that was That was a little frightening, I think, in some ways, Um, you know, knowing that we were going to step into this thing after finding out we were about to have Zane, that we really didn't have that type of a community around us that really, I mean, yes, our parents obviously went through it (laughs) and we could look to them and things like that. Um, But also having others around us that have gone through some of this stuff or have experienced parenthood like we just didn't really have a lot of that around us. So No, and funny enough, uh, it, well, that was a time in our lives that we didn't see the importance for, like, having people older and that were had different experiences mm, in yeah. our lives. Um, we really grew into that. Um, especially, I think Zane really pushed us into that, actually. When we mm-hmm. had him, we were like, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. We have to raise this person, you know, and things like that. Um, and and then suddenly we we found mentors that had kids that were that were in a different life stage that – had kids that were older than us that, you know, 
had multiple kids that we could literally go and say like, help us. Like, what have you done? It doesn't mean you had to do the exact same thing, but it was just learning from others and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, And so like, if you are younger and you are even thinking about this, I think that's huge to like seek that out already. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't have that in your life, um, because that I think looking back, I think that would have been so helpful for us. Um, Even before we had kids, like just Mm -hmm. if you are married and stuff like that, like I think that would have been super important. Um, for us as well to have that um, foundation of just going to people and like you know even saying to them the same question you guys have asked us how did you know you wanted to have kids how did you know you were ready like that kind of thing um and being able to talk to people that like you you know more and you can really you know say these are my fears i have right now Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and for i think that was one of the things is you know and for somebody that we were starting to get to know when I first had Zane that was older and she was mom and then like that, I remember sitting down and saying like, I'm just so fearful, like this, this and this. And she was like, oh, that's never going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember being like, wait, what? Like your kids are older. You're telling me this is always, and she's like, welcome to being a mom and that kind of thing. But it took someone else saying that to be like, mm-hmm. okay, well, so what I'm feeling is normal. Right. Um, and so it just, yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I think again, yeah, I think the fear of like not the unknown of how is this going to change our lives. Oh, like, yes, that was, was huge was for us. Just like, oh, okay, like we, you know, again, because we really didn't have a ton of people around us that could really speak into that, that was that was a huge thing. Like, what is this going to do? How is this going to change yeah. our lives? And so that was super important to be seeking out some of those relationships mm-hmm. and things like that. At that and, time. and I think in that, Obviously, the answer is it will change your life. Yeah. (laughs) Like, let's just be clear. Like, it will change your life. You're bringing a human being into the world that you you have to keep alive first. Mm -hmm. That's the first part. You have to keep them alive. Second part, and I say that in a way that I'm not trying to be uh, like cheeky, but it's like, oh, we have to feed them. Like, that's what I mean when I say that. Probably that wasn't the right phrase to use, but like, you got to feed them and you've got to take up some basic needs because they just can't do that at first and they won't be able to, I mean, they won't be able to for a long time on things. And in some ways you have to teach them about life and yeah what and then like? there's a whole like, other side oh, of it yeah oh no. <laughs> that's the whole other side of it it's like there's yeah. the basic needs yeah. and then there's the like life lessons and yeah. so that you can say we keep saying to zane we will successfully launch you out of the house like you will at least you hopefully will have learned like success isn't the right word but we hope that we can launch you out of the house in confidence into the world of you know, uh, everything from like, I hope that you can have like a good conversation with people and respect people <laughs> yeah. and things like that. But also like, can uh, you better you... a piece of toast? Yes, we literally can you have butter a piece of toast. Yes, we've had some debates on his <laughs> toast making skills. So I mean, can he feed himself? This yeah, question that is still is, that is a very our 10 year old is fluid much question more efficient the in the kitchen yeah. than our 14 year old uses the phrase i yeah. can't be bothered yeah um i mean he'll have to be bothered when he's out on his own yeah doesn't have his brother around mm. to fix it for him so but <laughs> it's a very fluid question <laughs> that's neither here nor there that's yeah. a whole other stage of parenting to talk about another time um so yeah i obviously it will change your life however we did enter, I think this is where we did have a little bit of mentoring in this. Um, mm-hmm. And it may have been after we had Zane. Um, Definitely. But um, the idea that um, when you have a child, they are entering into your life, the life that you have set up as a marriage and as a couple and as a family mm-hmm. and those kinds of things and, and whatever the situation is that you're in. Um, and so they're coming into that. 
And what I think happens a lot of times, and again, I, I totally understand why this happens, is yeah. the child comes into this new setting and everything switches to it's all about the child. Yeah. Um, 24-7, that kind of thing. Um, and that was our biggest fear going into things. And mm-hmm. so because I knew it was my biggest fear of like, if we are putting, both of us are putting all of our energy into having this child and that kind of thing, um, what happens to our marriage? And I want mm-hmm. to say, like, I will say, yeah. like, when we had Zane, he was a difficult baby. Like, yeah. there are other, there are, we have had friends that have had babies that have had much worse health issues. So I yeah, don't want to compare it to think, that. And that yeah. is an intensity. And we've seen it with friends and stuff like that. Um, that is a whole nother intensity level as well. Um, but even with that, too, and, and Zane was the same, that he had some things that I was like, no one told me about these possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um that and he was just and he knows that we say it all the time he was just a difficult baby um that um the importance of us putting our marriage first was still key um and sometimes it was like ripping a band-aid off so like when you have a newborn baby like you're in this i mean frankly zombie state (laughs) Mm, (laughs) because you're not sleepy much you don't know what to do like you're figuring it out you're not yeah yeah, your emotions and hormones are everywhere both for the man and the woman oh gosh Um, you know the woman obviously but like still as somebody settles into being a dad and stuff there's all kinds of emotions i don't think that's talked about enough um that the men go through as well um and so when you're in those moments um you think there's no way i can let someone else have my child for two hours like this is what could happen and i i don't you know trust this person or whatever obviously you want to put them with somebody trust but that whole idea like that you said earlier is like okay now we're in charge of keeping this thing alive yes so you feel you feel the weight of that responsibility (laughs) um but you have to have a break from your children as well um and so you know and i think too like the the whole statement and it it i think to some people it might sound pretty like very harsh that that our marriage becomes comes before our kids um but if we're not healthy if we're not in a good place as a couple and and we're not growing closer to one another and yeah that 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 our our love for each other all that stuff isn't isn't getting stronger (laughs) uh it's not going to be helpful in how we parent let alone just being parents and and things like that. Um, And that is going to trickle and filter down to our kids. And I would even say, too, I know we have people who are listening that are single parents or co-parenting and things Mm -hmm. like that. And even with that, you know, it's taking care of yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that is like... Again, like what Pat just said, like if you're not able to get time away from your kids to, and whatever that looks like for you to take care of mm-hmm. yourself or do some of the things you enjoy, like it's just it, it trickles down your frustrations, all that stuff just trickles down into your kids no matter what age they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so no matter where you are, if you're married, if you're single, if you're co-parenting, yeah. like maybe you have, a, you know, a family member that's helping parent and stuff like that, like whatever mm-hmm. stage you're at, um, the importance of having time away from your child and i don't mean i mean great we did happen to go i think he was six months old seven months old and we went away for like four days um and that was great (laughs) its own complications because i was breastfeeding and pumping and all that stuff and that was a whole nother thing but um 
we did go in. And when Jude was little, like, we had times we went away too. But, like, Mm -hmm. even individually, like, I went away to, like, a conference and stuff like that when he was pretty young. And, like, again, I had to pump because I was breastfeeding. And literally, I froze my breast milk right back on the airplane. But I think it's just, like like you said, Maya, like, it's just, it's super important for, you know, the idea that they have come into our lives. You know, certain things... Yes, there's going to be sacrifices. There's definitely sacrifices that when you become a parent, for sure. But it's also if you're not in a healthy place, if you're not healthy, if your relationship isn't in a healthy place, that is going to affect mm-hmm. how you parent and it's going to affect your relationship with your kids. And so that for us, we made that decision that that's the most important thing is our relationship, yeah. our our health, our, you know, foundation in that was key Mm -hmm. in order for us to parent well together um, and to be the best parents we could possibly be. So, and I think when um, probably, uh, you know, because different for each of our kids, we were in different financial circumstances and stuff like that when we had them. And the idea of time away does not mean you need to go to a fancy restaurant. In fact, I would not even suggest that when you have a newborn baby, you will (laughs) not even enjoy it. (laughs) Like, no, I mean, I, oh. I mean, like, go by ourselves without oh, a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Um, I thought you were talking about when you no, no, actually no. go out with them. No, no. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I mean, there is kind of a sweet spot when they're babies where, That's okay. like, they yeah, can yeah. fall asleep in this car seat while you can, you know, enjoy a meal. Mm-hmm. And then there's a spot well, where that changes. That's a perfect example, but, right? Like, we knew that, again, he Zane came into our lives. So we still wanted to to have a dinner out or, or we would whatever. go out with friends and, and we would bring time, him. And, yep. as, and frankly, a or, lot of times when you did things with friends and stuff like that, like they're like, if he got fussy, like, oh, I'll hold him. And then it was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And I remember, I remember big things like specifically too, we had, you know, moments where, you know, maybe we were getting together with friends and we would always bring the pack and play with us. That would always be in the or car a cot, or a travel cot or whatever. Yeah. And so if we were at a friend's house, we would just ask them like, hey, if we get to a certain point, is it okay if we put Zane down to sleep here? And then, so then we can stay longer. We yeah. can still be in conversation and relationship with people. And then, yeah. And that was when it. he was a little he bigger. Got, he got so used to yeah, that. Yeah, that was when he was like, a little bigger for a while. They just can fall asleep in the car seat or yeah. whatever it is that mm-hmm. you have. Um, or the or the buggy or the, the yeah. stroller or whatever. You know, they get used to whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with that, again, like... Our first couple of times away from uh, our firstborn without anybody were like walking around Target in the States. Like, you know, I think I was like, I think you can build up if you're like, I don't know if I can do three hours away from them at first. Mm. Fine. I think we started within I think we started with an hour of grabbing something quite quick to eat. And then we went to like the grocery store. And I can tell you right now that we both were like our conversation was not that great. (laughs) Right. <laughs> and things like that because we just we were exhausted mm-hmm. and that but it was the act of getting Especially away early on yeah, yeah exactly early on in particular it was the act of getting away um and being not in the same physical space as our child and stuff like that and that financially can be very hard for some people i understand mm-hmm. definitely. um and so you know we definitely were there with some of our other kids and stuff like that and so we had to be creative in what that time looked like and we had to be super willing to ask for help Mm-hmm. I think that was something that was a big learning curve for me because I'm kind of like, it's fine. We can take care of it. We've got it. 
Um, but it was someone saying to me, let me know whenever you want me to come over and watch him. And I was like, okay. Like, and actually taking them But then on it that. was actually taking them yeah. on that. Like, they have actually offered and they mean it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so actually taking some up and saying, actually, we would love if you would come over and watch. And like a lot of people, when you're in that stage, will watch your babies for free to go let you do something like that. Like mm-hmm. your friendship circles, a family member, yeah. whatever it may be, um, that kind of thing. Like, and, and, and I think the fear I had, I remember the first time someone came over and did that, I was like, here's this, here's that. If an emergency happens, here's this. And she was like, I remember my friend being like, I've had babies. I know what to do. It's okay. Like you yeah. can leave in confidence that like if he cries the whole time, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a big deal and you don't need to check in either. It was her thing. Don't you dare text me. I will mm-hmm. let you know if there's an emergency, right. but like just right, right. it'll be fine. Um, and so I think that confidence in that too was hard for me to get with having it. I mean, when it's your first, you have all these fears and worries and stuff wrapped up in things. Um, and you, and I think for me, I felt a like, gosh, I'm burned because Zane was a crier. Um, and he had, he was colic and everything. And so so I was like, I can't, I remember just being so apologetic and sometimes he was better for them than he was for us. That, that, that Uh, is almost always the case is our kids are better for others than they are for us right that's just how it's always going to be the yeah so so you people that are thinking about having kids and all that kind of stuff like your parents are or your not your parents your kids will always be probably way better and behave better for others than you (laughs) yes and we maybe we will possibly do another podcast that just talks about some of the things because we have a lot of people we know that are about ready to have babies and there's Mm. some people that have just had a baby that we know and Stuff like that, too. So maybe we'll do one that, like, some of the things that helped us survive those first months because they mm. are just a bit of a... Some some stuff I don't even remember because it just goes by and you're true. like, what just happened? Yeah, yeah. that's um, really true. But so then, you know, uh, that has somewhat maybe answered how do you know when you want to have kids? The answer is you don't always know for sure. Right. You should be talking about it. You should be communicating. But then what will automatically happen once you've had your first is how do you know if you want to have another one? Like that's a that's a question that we get too is like, mm. how did you know you wanted to have three? Again, clearly at one point I wanted six. Um, like how did you know that you wanted to have more kids? And I can tell you right off the bat, right after I had Zane, there was just lots of different things with my delivery and my recovery and stuff like that that I was like, we are not having any more children. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember saying that too several times, like, this is it, done. Yep. Um, my All three of my pregnancies were really hard on my body and stuff like that. Um, and so for me, that's where I was at. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I eventually turned the corner to like, actually, we, I would like to have more kids. You know, I think we should have more kids kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, again, there's not an answer to that question. There's not mm-hmm. one that like, here's a checklist of six things you should ask to see if you're ready to have another child. Mm-hmm. No. Like, that doesn't work like that. Yep. Um, I wish that there were, and we could make it easier on you, and it would have been easier on us. But it's more just, you know, I think we did get to a point once we got through the really difficult parts with Zane, and they were able to figure out what was going on with him, and the constant crying stopped, and stuff like that for us, that we were like, I think we could have another. We'd like to. And then figuring mm-hmm. out the timing... Again, there's no right answer, wrong or answer to that. Yeah. We did want to have our kids closer together. And so when Zane was about a year, just over a year, we were like, great, let's have another child. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as we've just shared with you with Zane, he was a surprise pregnancy. I mean, he wasn't a we surprise. Had, I had, what happened? I mean, we I, decided I had, that we were going to start to try. Yeah, I had gone off birth control and I had been off fast. birth control for <laughs> five days and I got pregnant within those five days. Yeah. Um, that, that, that doesn't happen 
All the time. All the time, but it does happen. So when it they tell happen. you, it could take... I mean, literally, I had been told by the doctor, you need to go off of it because if you would like to try in the next three months or six months, right. it needs to get out of your body before you can get pregnant. And then when I went yeah. to her and said, you said three months to six months, yeah. why am I pregnant? And she was like, oh, you got pregnant in the first five days yeah. coming off your birth control. So whatever. So, Everyone's body is different. So in that sense, it was a surprise. <laughs> yes. But we did actively say... We're going to we're try. We're going to try. But... So. But then we did, then we made the decision, actually, I'm going to go back on birth control and we're going to wait two more years, Well, yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Um, and so, you know, for whatever reason, uh, things weren't happening to have a second child. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not, I mean, the number of pregnancy tests. And so I know, you know, so many people struggle with like infertility or, or just different yeah. things that they, for whatever reason, just can't get pregnant. Um, and I know we had another child, so it's not even a comparison if you don't have a child yet. But I right. do know what that feeling felt like of mm-hmm. like, why do, are these coming out negative? Like, I f- feel like this should be fine. Like, and tracking your ovulation and all the stuff you're mm-hmm. supposed to do and trying to eat all the right things and all these different things we I was doing. Yeah. We were doing and nothing was happening. Um, yeah. And so we had made the decision. We got to a certain point and we then had the conversation of like, okay... If we were to try some different things, what are the things that we're okay with and what are the things that we're not? We also had to be real in like the health insurance and financial things too mm-hmm. of what we could go up to yeah. and what processes we could do. And so we had conversations about that, but then we really were like, maybe we should look into adoption as well. Because we had made the decision by that point, like, I think we want, we definitely want more yeah, than we one definitely child. Want more. Yeah. Um, that was that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with having one child. That was just where we were at, mm-hmm. um, and so we had made the decision that we were going to start looking into adoption, and so we were really starting to look into that. At the same time, we're like, well, we'll still try, mm-hmm. um, and starting to pursue that and everything. And then, out of nowhere, found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, one but of that those was tests. Like two and a half years. Yeah, of trying exactly. So, um, and so that was a really hard time because, um, you know, I think there are a lot of things that. I have learned, and I probably did it before this time of like, you know, when are you having another kid? When you, when you get married, it's like, when are you guys going to have kids? Literally, mm-hmm. sometimes on your wedding day, people are like, oh, great. Now, when are you going to have kids? Um, and then you have one child. They're like, what are you going to have another? Do you want to have another? And it's like, whoa, like, yeah. <laughs> careful of the Can questions just... that you ask. Yeah. Let people be in the moment, first of all. And second of all, you don't know what's going on behind the other side of that question. And mm-hmm. so while you may totally mean it to be innocent, be aware that, like, you don't know at all some of the struggles right. that somebody might be going. Yeah, and so yeah. that, sen- that question was so sensitive to me because some people, I didn't want to share with them what was going on. And other people I was okay with, but you've got to, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then we had Jude. Um, and then, mm-hmm. again, Veda was, there was a lot of things after, again, this is not everyone's story, but my story was after I had Jude, I, again, had a lot of health problems after I had Jude, mm-hmm. including the fact that because of some of my hormonal stuff that was going on with Jude's my body. I think Jude's was worse than Jude's was, Zane's. Well, mm-hmm. the recovery of the like, pregnant, the delivery yeah. after delivery was smooth sailing compared to Zane. However, right. it was like a That's month true. later, some serious health issues kicked in for me. Mm-hmm. Um and that meant that um, because of those health issues, um, they tried all kinds of different things, and I could not go back on birth control after that. Um, and so that tells you something right there, that then June and Veda are another three years, three and a half, somewhere around there. Three and a half, yeah. Um, years apart that I was off birth control for that long until we had Veda again. Um, and very well, could have got pregnant right away, I guess, possibly, or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, again... 
we decided after Jude, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. was kind of where we were at when it came to having a third child. Mm -hmm. Like... And, but we were also still open to adoption as well. We were still, I think we yeah, were still, we did like, say, well, possibly. We still, we, at the moment, we were like, we do think that we're going to continue to expand our family. Yeah. Um, but, and and I think we were open to having another biological child, but we or were also really open to adopting for, yeah. as well. So Exactly. So, again, it's just, and that was the reason why we got to both of those points is we had to talk a lot yeah, we had to communicate. Um, and, you know, like I said, I made statements in certain times where like, absolutely, we're not having other children. And those were in like the worst moments of the worst of my exhaustion, the worst of the way my body was fighting back me at me and my, you know, emotions and stuff like that. And so that's totally normal. And then there were the elated moments where I'm like, oh, I want another one of these. Like, mm -hmm. I still, when I'm holding little babies now, I mean, mm -hmm. I, for me, and this is not everyone. So I, I guess we should have said at the beginning. Yeah. Like, not everyone wants to have children. There is nothing wrong no, with that. That's, um, no, that's That I, we respect. We have friends that are that way, and we respect that completely. Mm -hmm. um, and so we should have probably put it at the beginning of the podcast. But uh, maybe we'll put it in the intro. <laughs> but I think, um, again... For me, I, there was some kind of mothering thing in me that, um, and I still, when I'm around little babies, I'm like, oh, I miss that stage. Like, I miss the different stages and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but I'm so thankful yeah. we get to be around people that are, you know, having About different stages. Step into that. Yeah, or having different stages that I can say, let me snuggle your baby for a while and you go mm -hmm. out and yeah, we get like, to have be, fun. We get to be those people that step in yeah. and allow the because parents we had to those have people those moments that, did that, for us. that they can step away just, mm -hmm. for, just for a moment to just kind of collect themselves and and focus on their marriage right yes. or or whatever or themselves or whatever it needs to be like we want to be those people now that can step in and say we'll take them for an hour or two or whatever or go have dinner or yeah exactly go for a walk exactly or, yeah so. so there so there is no right or wrong answer or there's no checklist of like how do i know how do we know we want to have kids or how do i know i want to have kids and like how do you determine whether you want more than just one and that kind of stuff. And we're obviously dealing with a lot of things that like, there are people that want kids so bad mm -hmm. and they have not been able to do that yeah. or that are trying to do an adoption and the adoption is taking so long. We've walked along friends on both of those things mm -hmm. um, or have experienced miscarriages and things like that. Like I, so I realize this topic is super sensitive. Um, and so like, we are so I have I'm so sorry like uh, like I said what I feel like I went through um and we went through of like a long waiting period like so I experienced some of that but I can't right imagine like the extension of that if exactly. that makes any sense yeah, that's yeah, yeah. a whole nother yeah. um and so I think that's something that you know um uh yeah I I just have such love for you guys and mm -hmm. um yeah and I think again that's where we need to be aware in the questions we ask people because you don't mm -hmm. know someone's story exactly and and what they could be going through when it comes to making that decision on having children and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um and so we just I think that's something to be super aware of but um yeah if you are in a place where you are considering having more or trying to consider do mm -hmm. we start this process and things like that there's no right or wrong answer, um, but I think hopefully some of the things we talked about give you a little bit of like, you know, things to be thinking about ahead of time. Like, how do we make it so we do create space for yourself or your marriage um, and that kind of thing? And how do you then set yourself up? Um, yeah. And no one's perfect in it. <laughs> yeah. And every every situation is going to be different, right? Exactly. You yeah. Can, but at the same time, it's super important to surround yourself with people that you can look to um and and just 
yeah, just have open conversations and honest conversations about how you're feeling and what emotions are all involved in all of this and, um, or just to simply ask simple questions about that. What does it look like to be a parent and things like that? So definitely surround yourself with that. Uh, and ultimately that. it's your decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think that's the thing, uh, a whole nother podcast could be about like all the advice people give you when you're about ready to have kids or the horror stories they tell you, which are like, thank you very much. I didn't even have that in my head and now I have that in my head. Um, and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think that's also something is like, as you're processing this with other people, some people have very strong opinions on these things. Um, and that's okay. Listen to them, but you also have to then go back and say like, does that work for us? Like, yeah. do we think that like, and that's okay. Um, but again, seeking out that knowledge and stuff like that in other places is great. And that's why it's great to have people surrounding you. But ultimately like you get to make the decision mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Um, and you can ask people, can you quit asking me that? Like we did make a rule with our parents. I think that we said for three years, you're not allowed question. to ask us yeah. about kids. Yeah. And then I think we said after three years, we're waiting two more years, just so you know. And then, and I remember the parents were like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, you can ask for boundaries to be set, or if it is a sensitive topic for you, you can say, look, here's this. And please, I re- ask you respectfully not to ask us about it and stuff. So please know mm-hmm. that's, that's a thing as well. So let us know if you have any more questions on this, um, or, if or, this or what other or like thoughts. parenting questions or family life questions you guys have for us about this or about anything about that. So we would love to share more about that most definitely yes we hope it's been helpful um and sending lots of love to you guys out there who are thinking about being a parent or a parent or have decided not to do that either or are in that process of just really grieving or really trying right now that you want adoption or a child and stuff like that we're sending you all so much love yeah thanks for joining us on today's episode of the laurent collective podcast If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.